today on Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. What this means is when a marketing automation system is put in place, you have an opportunity to reduce expenditures paid to third parties and then also lower volume of consumption. Maybe you need to consume less of another system because marketing automation is in place. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce costs and increase efficiencies, marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host, Dion Jones of Enotics. Welcome to today's episode of the Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. Today I have John O'Keefe from the Oracle Marketing Cloud. John, you there? I'm here, Dion. Great to be back with you. Yep. Thank you for joining us, John. So today I wanted you to pose a couple of questions that you've been receiving from the marketplace. What have you been hearing out there? Absolutely, Dion. I appreciate, again, the opportunity to, to come to you with these questions. My question for you is why marketing automation in the public sector, right? In the private sector, we talk about ROI. B2C companies look for conversions online. B2B companies look for the handoff to sales and the closing of business. In the public sector, there aren't the same metrics. How can it be justified? That's my question for you. Excellent question. So first, I'm going to break this down into what we call value drivers. There are several value drivers, but the first one is called hard cost savings. So when purchasing or considering marketing automation, you want to look at these value drivers and consider how it can drive value for you. So in the case of a hard cost savings, what this means is when a marketing automation system is put in place, you have an opportunity to reduce expenditures paid to third parties. In the case of one of our customers, GSA, they reduced one of their expenditures for their webinar service that they were paying. Once we put the marketing automation system in place and integrated with their webinar system, they actually needed less licenses for that system. Also, there's a lower unit price. Maybe the marketing automation system is set up in such a way as saving you money on other systems, causing the cost to go down, and then also lower volume of consumption. Maybe you need to consume less of another system because marketing automation is in place. So that first value driver being hard cost savings can have a set number of anywhere from $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 a year or more that you can save just by having it in place. You know, that makes sense. And obviously, I'm familiar with the General Service Administration example. And and I think, right, in their case, there was, you know, they were they were holding way more webinars than they actually needed because they weren't clear about which groups could be grouped together and this webinar could actually fit for this many more people. We don't need to hold five of them. We can only hold one. So a lot of efficiencies were created there. What else, Dion? What are some other metrics that can help justify? So the second value driver is productivity gains, meaning an increase in the ability to get things done faster. One of the areas that you can look at under this value driver is called time saved per activity. So what that means, like it says, is you're saving time to execute a particular activity. The next one is total activities reduced. Maybe you're executing 10 activities per day, but with marketing automation, you're now executing two or maybe one or no activities per day because of the systems taking up that need for you to manually do something is now handling it for you. The last one is reduced number of people required. So maybe you don't need 10 people or three people to handle a particular workload because of the marketing automation system is handling it for you. You can now 
reallocate that person or group of people to other tasks that were previously backlogged. So productivity gains is something that even with the GSA happened where they reduced their support calls by over 70%. They reduced the number of hours it took to process webinar attendees after they attended uh, by several hundred hours a month. And they reduced the number of people required to manage a webinar. So that productivity gain also, you can attach the amount of time that someone has spent on it. You can now equate that to an actual dollar amount that is being gained or saved over a year. That makes a lot of sense. And, and I think I've mentioned before, I have an account that due to you know infrastructure issues, they can't integrate all their key systems. So, so the result is they have some really talented people spending a lot of their day in Excel sheets, you know, uploading things in and out of the marketing automation tool. In that case, right, they're not even getting a chance to use Eloqua in its full power. But if someone doesn't even have you know, that type of a tool and has more of a batch and blast tool, obviously they're missing out on, you know, the automation. They can initially email, right? But they can't do that extended automation process. Essentially, they don't benefit from a polished up lead. You know, they can then interact without having that element. So that makes a ton of sense. Is there anything else that's come up for you that, that kind of shines as a, uh, a justification? Yes, the third value driver is called increased conversions. So when you hear the word conversion, you have to first ask, what is a conversion? And what that means is someone is in a particular status now, let's call it a lead or a visitor to your website, and they now convert themselves to be something more than that. So a visitor goes to your website or visits the website. They then become converted when they opt into email list or request something from you. So let me give you three examples of this. So the first one is conference call. If a public sector agency is conducting conference calls or even webinars, you want people to register for those. That's a conversion. The second one is conference call or webinar attendees. So when someone registers for a conference call or webinar and they attend the webinar or conference call, they have now converted from just being a registrant to an attendee. And the third one is satisfaction rates are better CX or customer experience or prospect experience or visitor experience. What that means is they now had a great experience from doing the previous things because of marketing automation. Their satisfaction has now increased. So with the three of those accumulating together or in aggregate, you now drive a value driver called increased conversions. And you can also attach a monetary value to that possibly, hypothetically or not. So you can get some estimates on what that value really is for that increased conversions. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, we're talking about, you know, time saving, productivity gains and, and increased conversions Two awesome uh, three, I should say, awesome metrics. Now, if I'm the, you know, the, again, the person in the seat of running the marketing, whether I'm the IT person who has um, greenlighted the project or the, the project manager on, on the marketing side, how can I quantify this? Because we all know the game is a lot of, of showing, hey, look what we've done. There'll obviously be, those people will be asking for less help in terms of hiring more people. So, so you know, their management will, will notice that, right? But what's the best way, essentially, to put together these metrics so you can say, hey, here, look, head of operations, look what we're doing. What would you recommend there in terms of people putting together and quantifying everything? A great question. So the last one is called increased reporting. So this value driver really takes everything we just talked about and allows you to report on it 
or in the analytics package or within the built-in reporting capabilities of the marketing automation platform. What that does is give you five options, actually, or five examples. First one is, one, who is visiting the public sector website, identifying these people. When you have the marketing automation system set up, you can literally identify which of the people on your email list are actually visiting, and you can start equating that to some perceived value. Hey, if they're coming back to the website and they're from this particular sector or segment in the market, I know this group is probably interested in what we're saying to them. The next one is who is downloading PDF assets? As you know, PDFs is one of the top ways to get your content in front of the prospect and our customer very effectively by putting a link on the website. So when the marketing automation system is properly installed, it's going to allow you to track that to see who's downloading, how many downloads they're doing, and when. The third one is who is registering for an event. As I mentioned earlier, you have the conference calls or webinars. You want to know who is actually registering for that, what type of industry they might be part of, what company they're with, or if it's an internal public sector colleague or if it's external. And then the fourth one is who's attending those events. And most importantly, how long are they attending those events? Depending on your system that you're using, you can also share with the marketing automation solution the webinar attendee time, like how long this particular person mm. attends. Like in the case of the GSA, that's what they can see that mm-hmm. information. And the final one is who is registering for more information and which email campaign actually influenced that registration. So you can mm. see campaign X is very successful. Campaign Y wasn't as successful. Or maybe campaign Y drove visits to the website, but no registrations, but campaign X drove registrations. Mm. That's very important in order to justify the marketing automation solution. Yeah, that's interesting. There's so many metrics. And it's funny, ironically, I think about the go back to the private sector example. They're often held, you know, and rightly so, to those hardline metrics of a online sale b to c and then e the you know b the um the sale on the b to b side whereas in the public sector you almost have all these other metrics that you can attach to it and provide kind of an roi if you will hits against one of the, the great misconceptions or the great arguments against government is the inefficiency right oh the government's inefficient you know they're, they're using a hundred people to do a job of one person whereas it seems like here we have a tool that can literally, you know, knock that misperception, misconception right out of the park. So uh, this is really interesting, Dion. I, I appreciate this information. Yeah. Thank you, John, for joining us and continue bringing your questions in because I love answering them and helping the people in the public sector understand the value of what it is that we offer and what we do. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's good to be back with you. And, you know, you can reach me via email, john.f.okeefe at oracle.com. Always interested in talking to any public sector entity and uh, talking about our solutions and how they can uh, provide efficiencies. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. That's it for today's episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enotics.com. That's E-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email us at questions at enotics.com and we will answer it in an upcoming podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in next time. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic.